Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fully Accountable Podcast, and I'm your host, Leah Vahere. Well, guys, I hope you guys are doing awesome and you're having a great week thus far. Um, I know we've all been kind of experiencing a little bit of crazy weather, whether you are in, you know, uh, in Idaho, in Florida, or in Canada, there's been a little bit of a crazy whirlwind of weather everywhere. Um, maybe not where you are at, but I just know in my little circle of people, it's definitely been a little chilly, um, to say the least. Yeah, a little chilly. We were uh, hit with a bunch of snow here in Idaho, and I was literally buried in my driveway. So I <laughs> did not uh, go anywhere for a couple days because I could not get out, and I had to wait for a neighbor to come in with literally like a loader and plow the driveway because she was buried. And that's just, you know, one of the aspects when you live in a cold climate um, and you deal with snow all the time, you know. Um, but anyways, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, this week has been really nice and a little bit of a different flow for myself. Um, I am definitely just fine-tuning my process of how I want to approach uh, this year of 2024 and how I want to be working. And um, it's just, you know, it's always constantly like fine-tuning, right? I don't know if it'll ever stop, but I'm definitely always kind of looking within and like refining my my process of how I work, how I flow, how I you know, hold myself accountable and have boundaries. And then when I like kind of loosen up and, you know, I'm not so rigid, right? And so I was just sitting here doing some work or getting ready to uh, jump into work and I just felt called to record the podcast. And so I decided, you know, why not? Let's see. Um, let's see what comes out this week. Let's see what, you know, comes off the cusp, right? Um, but anyways, I, yeah, like I just was thinking to myself and I was thinking about how I've changed a lot in my work, um, just my method of working and how I, how I go about, um, getting things done. And, you know, either it was like, running a business or working like for somebody else, you know, I've just, I was kind of reflecting on how that's changed and how that relates to accountability. And what I was thinking about was the fact that, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to. And for myself, um, there are a lot of things that I can do. I'm pretty independent. I've been independent for quite some time. Um, I think it's just been a very natural um, part of my personality. And I definitely, I, <laughs> I definitely like suffer from the how hard could it be gene. Um, I really have never been too afraid to take on new projects and new, try new things and, um, 
you know, just like to push my, push myself, um, especially when it comes to work, you know, it might, I might be more reserved when it comes to other things. Um, like, you know, I don't have any desire to like jump out of a plane and, or be like go bungee jumping or something like that. But, um, I definitely in, uh, anything to do with like a career, a job, work, anything like that, I am never really been scared to take on a project. Like I really haven't. And what I found was, you know, just because I can do it doesn't mean I need to, or I should. Um, and that is because a lot of the things that I found myself, uh, roped into, um, yeah, I was performing, I was doing well, I was, you know, getting the job done, but at my core, I was not happy. And I was, not fulfilled and I was underwhelmed and I felt like there was more that I could be achieving or there was, you know, areas where I could better spend my energy. And so like on the whole like career front, I really had to get intentional with the jobs that I was applying for or the kind of the career moves I wanted to make. And um, that really came at a point in my life where I was at a crossroads. So um, back in the day, you know, like I had basically um, had gone to university, you know, and prior to university, I usually waitressed or I um, taught Pilates and I just had really like low key jobs and, um, you know, just did my own thing. Right. Primary focus was on school and getting my degree and just like, you know, kind of moving forward in the direction of a career. Right. And I, so I started, um, you know, kind of dabbling in the corporate world and I would, just apply. Like I would apply for like whatever job I thought like sounded kind of cool and paid well. And I was just, you know, and, but it would be like anything, like it could be like data entry or, um, like relationships manager or marketing or whatever, like just things that like didn't really light me up. And, but I was like, Oh, I could do that. And, uh, which is great, right? Like, I feel like when you are hungry and you're starting out on your career and you have to like, you know, apply yourself and get a job, fuck man, I feel like having that kind of like that tenacity and that motivation to just like get something, um, get a job and, you know, start working to kind of springing in that security. I think that is great. Okay. So for any of you who might be in a position where you are needing, you're kind of like in that bridge job moment where you need to, you need to do something to pay the bills. Um, I think no job is too big or too small, right? I feel like having that attitude going in there, not thinking you're too good for anything, going in and just like fucking working to then bring in that security so that you can then focus on your business or start focusing on, you know, different uh, career moves uh, from a place that feel, you know, you're feeling more secure. I think that's great. So that's that was the energy that I was in when I uh, was, you know, graduating from university. And I think it was like the perfect energy to be in, right? You're hungry, you're motivated, you're willing to just like shoot your shot and try it out and whatever. So 
I did that for a few years. I worked in the corporate world. I, you know, was in a marketing department. I was in a customer relations and uh, lending position where I was doing like business loans up to $300,000 for the agricultural industry. And then I switched into uh, data auditing and data entry. And um, that sucked. (laughs) But again, I wasn't resistant to it because I was like, I can, I can do it. I can handle it, whatever. And so I had that place of security. You know, I had a little nest egg of savings. I was like, you know, not happy with where I was at. I was like, this job is just not, you know, it's just not for me. And I wanted to get out of the location that I was living in. And so I did went into that kind of like hunger mode. I'll do, I'll take on whatever kind of job um, aspect again. So I applied for a job in Toronto. And again, I applied for, I just casted a wide net, casted a wide net. And, you know, these guys happened to give me a callback. It was like a lending role, relationship manager role sort of thing. And I was like, fuck it, like, I'll do it because I, I know I can do it. I know I can handle it. So I moved across the country, took on that job, hated it. Holy shit, did I hate it. One, the job was like not advertised accurately. Like it was a highly, like heavily, heavily uh, commission-based job. And, you know, the sales targets that they had set for everyone, no one had ever met because it was a startup company. It was like a startup lending company where they did, gosh, what is it called? Like publicly funded loans. Anyways, I did not, and I didn't like, as I got to know the business and I got to know how the the loans worked and coming from like a really strong financial institution before, I just like wasn't lining up like on a value basis. I was like just not lining up with what they were offering. So I, I was definitely like on a core value of my, um, core values level. Like it wasn't lining up for me either. And I was there and I had so much guilt uh, in my heart from the fact that, you know, like I wasn't succeeding in this role and I, you know, like I wanted to already quit and I felt like uh, just, I felt so much guilt for not being able to like stick, work hard and like muscle through it and, um, you know, prove myself. Like I just, I felt like, you know, am I... I started doubting my capabilities and I started doubting my work ethic and it was soul sucking. And I was like crying. I felt felt depleted. I felt everyone was super fucking fake. And there was this whole culture of like cool, young startup, tech startup. And I was like, this isn't Silicon Valley for one. And like, this is so boring. (laughs) And this like, I just you know, you guys are like loan sharks, like you literally are loan sharks. And I just, I was like not feeling it. So I remember I called my dad and I just started crying and I was just like, you know, I just basically uh, admitted to him that I felt so much guilt and shame for not being able to like work hard enough and, and succeed in this role. And he told me, he's like, he's like, you don't, it's not that you don't know how to work hard. You know how to work hard. You just don't want to work hard for anybody else. 
And um, I was just starting my company at that time on the side, Earth Medicine. And I had come into some money. I got like a really nice um, like tax return. Um, and so I had like a, more of a nest egg. And he was like, you know, you have that money. He's like, just quit that shitty job and focus on earth medicine and take your time in finding somewhere and something that you actually want to work in. And just having, you know, that sort of perspective from someone who has owned his own business for 30 plus years and who was successful in his own ways and just, you know, kind of big picture, um, it, it just gave me like that that he would, he didn't seem to be worried at all for, you know, my future and the direction I was going in. And so like, why should I be worried? And I, you know, I kind of just, it gave me at the time, um, you know, cause I wasn't healing and I still was very, very young and, um, vulnerable. I was, um, it gave me like that permission to be like, okay, yeah, this is someone who's older, wiser, who's been there, been through some shit came out on the other side, you know, perspective, like, okay, I can, this is going to be okay. Just because I can do this job uh, doesn't mean I have to, and doesn't mean I, I need to. So I quit that job and said, fucking see ya. And I just dove into um, building earth medicine. And so in the beginning phase, if you have ever started a business, especially if it's like product-based business, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's like creating the logo, creating the packaging, creating the website, creating your your brand, your vibe, your messaging, your story, um, all of that stuff, right? So I just dove into that and holy shit, and I just light up. I just loved it. And I felt so passionate about it and I still feel passionate about it, but like, it was just, you know, that like very beginning of the phases, like just so passionate. And, and then I started, uh, job searching and I was on all the websites, you know, like LinkedIn and all those corporate jobs. Cause I knew I wanted, you know, another corporate job and I took my time reading through the um, job descriptions. And then I would take my time researching the companies. And I changed my approach. I wasn't in that hungry, I'll do any kind of job I can take on, you know, no jobs too big or too small, like I'll take it on. No, I was so much more intentional with my energy. And I really focused in on things that aligned with me on a core level. And so I and also I focused on, you know, pay, made sure that I was being compensated appropriately for, you know, what I knew I was bringing to the table. And I had in my mind, you know, how much uh, the minimum amount I would uh, accept uh, for a salary and um, the kind of work that I, I knew I enjoyed doing that didn't really drain me at all. And for me, that was administrative, like executive assistant role. That has always never like drained me at all. I never, I guess I just like didn't really pursue that at first um, because it's kind of limiting. Like you're just, you kind of tap out of where you tap out because, you know, you're always going to be working under VPs and presidents or CEOs. Um, with the other kind of jobs that I was venturing into, 
even though they drained me, there's a lot more growth opportunities and um, to kind of venture into. So I, but I realized, you know, this is where my talents and gifts can be used. I can, you know, multitask. I can, you know, I'm very good at organizing. I'm very good at working with people. I'm very good at keeping um, things on track and just, I can just handle a lot of different moving parts all at once. And so I, it was so funny because I intentionally applied for a handful of jobs, not, not many. And I got, I think three different callbacks and, um, two interviews I actually went to. And, um, and this, like, I'm talking like I applied under like 10 jobs. Like I did not, I did not apply to a lot of different places. And it was so funny because like a job recruiting company like reached out to me and I like um, met with them and I said, you know, my minimum wage that I wanted and they were like, good luck. And I was like, "Mm, mm, okay, like obviously we're not aligned because if you think I'm going to work for anything less than that, you're fucking mistaken. So that again, don't let people like limit you um, at all because that was such bullshit. I think... I I don't know. I, I just was like very turned off by that whole little job recruiting. I'm like, I'm not desperate here. Like I am going to find uh, something that aligns with me. And I was, so I was in that energy, you know, and everything as we know is energy. And so being in that, that mindset, it wasn't, it wasn't entitlement. It wasn't um, brattiness. It was like, no, I know my worth. I know my value. And I know that I am capable of providing a great um, service and, you know, I'm a great employee, I'm dependable, all that kind of stuff. It's like, I just, I knew my worth and what I was bringing to the table and I knew what I should be compensated for in that. And it wasn't out anything outrageous. It was literally in the ballpark of what I had been earning at previous corporate jobs. So I knew I wasn't out to lunch here, you know, it's not like I was, you know, applying at, I don't know, like, fuck the library and asking to be paid $200,000, you know, like I just, I knew, I knew that I was definitely, um, in the right, uh, realm of reality, but then also knowing my worth. So anyways, I ended up, um, getting a, uh, three job interviews and I only went to two of them. Because even though I got a call for one, um, they gave me kind of like a whole breakdown of what the role was and everything and more in details. And I was like, you know what, actually, I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to go to the interview because I don't want this job. I don't want to do that. And it was like data entry bullshit stuff. And so that was like signal number one to the universe. Nope, I'm not going to do a job, even though I know I can. Even though I know I'm totally capable of doing that kind of role, I'm not going to. I'm not going to accept that. I I know what I want, and but that there's a caveat. I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be in an EA executive assistant administrative role, um, something that I could work, you know, by myself. I wasn't micromanaged, and um, that you know, worked for a good company, like a a nice, you know, large corporation company that had great benefits, had the capacity to pay, you know, competitive wages. That's what I was looking for. And so I had a second callback. And um, this one I actually went and interviewed for. 
And again, it was, uh, it was for an executive assistant role. So I was like, okay, that's cool. But the company was a little bit more green. It was born new. It was like a research and it like a research company for cannabis products. And the end it would be an executive assistant to some of the head guys, like the CEO and vice president and stuff like that. And when I went and interviewed and I met them, um, the energy of like the CEO and vice presidents was very, very uh, chaotic. Because again, it was like startup, it was new, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things, a lot of responsibilities. Um, I could tell right off the bat, they weren't very good communicators and um, like probably had the tendency to be a little hotheaded. And so I denied that one too. I got a job offer on that and I said, no, I'm actually, I'm good. I'm not going to take the role uh, on that. Um and that one was a little bit more scary because I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at working with a bunch of different kind of personalities. I could probably do it. You know, we're getting into three weeks here in the job search market. So I, you know, my goal was to have a job by the end of the month. And I, so I was a little, little, like that was a strong message to the universe. I was like, no, I'm not going to work with like that kind of personality that is like chaotic and has the potential to be hot-headed because I had in the past, I had worked with very, very, very emotionally, emotional kind of outburst bosses. And I refused to ever work in that kind of environment again. Um, and then the last one, I got a call for this, con this international construction company. And I don't even remember actually applying for them. And, um, they were a large corporation based out of the States, but they had an office in Toronto and I did a phone interview and it went really, really well. Um, I ended up doing an in-person, uh, interview maybe twice. I think it was quite a while. It was quite a process. I did two in-person, uh, interviews past, past quote unquote, both of those. Um, and then the final one was meeting with the the president who I would be working directly under, and then I would be supporting his entire um, VP uh, team. And I met with him, really liked him. And because they were an established company, you know, they had been around for 60 plus years. They, you know, they were... Um, in the same building as like Warren Buffett's office, you know, like they were very, very like old school, old guys, construction, been around, you know, for a very long time. There was no chaotic uh, energy. This was a well-oiled machine that was just chugging along being very successful. And so I was very interested in that because everybody was just humming along, doing their job. Everyone seemed very happy and content. The work wasn't super crazy stressful all the time. I mean, there was points, of course, um, but it wasn't super crazy all the time. Um, it seemed that they needed someone to just be able to work on their own and um, be take initiative on things. And it just, it felt like a very, very, very good fit. And so I did what I could, put my best foot forward and I got the job. And even when I got the job, um, they offered me a wage and I counter offered with what I wanted and they came back and they accepted it. So 
again, it was like, whole, that was the first time really that I worked with the universal laws um, in my life. That was really like on a, that is a moment that really stands out to me that I, before I even knew what the universal laws were, I was working with them. And it was, you know, knowing my worth, knowing my, what I could bring to the table, knowing exactly with pure clarity what I wanted and then going for it and holding out until I got it. Right. Cause universe obviously presented me with a couple different options and I knew that I could float myself for a little bit longer if that's what it took. And so I floated and I said, no, I know what I want. I'm going to deny, thank you for presenting those opportunities, but I know clearly what I want. So I ended up getting that job, loved it, loved the people. I thought it was, it was a perfect bridge job. It literally was perfect. And, um, I really, uh, enjoyed working for that company for the two, two and a half years that I was there. Um, before I quit. And then I worked, went on to working for earth medicine full time. And again, like it was now working for myself. Um, there are still aspects that I come into of like, you know, just because I can do it doesn't mean I have to. And it's, and now when, when you have, when you're working for someone else and at the end of the day, you're always getting a paycheck, it, it feels just a little bit more, I don't know, relaxed <laughs> because no matter how much effort you put in uh, that day, you're getting a paycheck at the end of the month until you, you know, so whether you keep on performing and doing a good job and they keep you around or you do the bare minimum and then they finally let you go, that's like, you know, on you, but it, there's always that paycheck, right? When you work for yourself, it's directly uh, in proportion to how much energy you are putting out. So um, for me, for work, it's like I can take on new projects and I know I can do them, um, but it doesn't, it might not be the best um, place to expend my energy. And with uh, owning a business, you have to be so open to change and to um, kind of ebb and flow while, you know, while you're gradually kind of working your way to that, that big picture, that big vision. And so for me, you know, I, when I quit my job, you know, Again, I was in that kind of hungry, no job is too big or too small for me to like make my my company work. I started landscaping and that was purely a way to get my product out into the community, to be using it on people's yards, to be talking about it, and then also to make, uh, to bring in another revenue stream. And it worked out really, really, really well. And so, and then, so it was, you know, kind of that, that awesome, like learning curve, as I've talked to you guys about with, um, just taking on those new projects. But now that I'm in my third year, I'm coming up to that point of like, okay, where should I be expending my energy? Just because I can do landscaping, just because I can be taking on these projects, does that mean I should? Does that mean I should be putting my energy there? Um, just because I can be doing X, Y, and Z, does that mean I should? Because my time is so valuable and what I focus on to generate, you know, more expansion for for the company in the direction that I want. Um, 
something that came across my awareness that I felt really stayed stood out to me was the this quote of focus is time's first cousin. So you could have all the time in the world, but if you do not pair it with focus, it's just fleeting. It's just passing you by. And so I really tried to be intentional with what I am focusing on. So because, you know, we can focus on a bunch of different things all day long, right? But if we have no intention behind the thing that we are focusing on, then we're kind of sending a cluttered message to the universe, right? And one thing that I've learned um, from 12DB school, uh, Leanna Shante's business school, uh, is that being very, very clear and consistent with your intentions helps things manifest in your reality so much quicker. So whether it's like, you know, the kind of um, house you want or the place you want to be living or the kind how you want to feel every day when you're working, like, how do you want to feel? Like, be very, very clear on that and see how it manifests in your life, right? And I definitely have had a, a bit of a, I guess, like, struggle, uh, internal, internal struggle with how I, um, how I focus on work and how I naturally, uh, work well in this, in this world. And I know I have a couple, so if you know any, like, if you know anything about human design, I've talked about it a couple different times and I love when you guys, you know, message me and tell me, you know, I'm a projector or I'm an Aries or I have that fire or whatever else. I just, I love it because, um, I think this is something that, you know, it might speak to you of the fact of being a projector. So that's my human design. Uh, if you don't know what human design is, Google it right now. Look it up. It's fascinating. Um, but anyways, I am a projector and being a projector in a world full of generators is really fucking hard. And even though my natural state uh, of being, my natural state of being where I work best is kind of like managing generators. Um, it's still fucking hard because yes, I have the ability to see things from a different perspective. I have an ability to, um, kind of give, see a new way of doing things. I am very resourceful. I have a gift in being able to, you know, just reflect and, and really like get like have those deep conversations of like looking at all angles and all po possibilities and coming up with a solution uh, with, you know, brainstorming those things. Like I, I do, I love doing that. And I know that is a gift of mine that I have and that I've held space for a lot of people in my life, family, friends, um, partners, you know, where I can really just kind of get into like the nitty gritty of stuff and expend a ton of energy on like 
figuring out, you know, what's your passion, what's your goals, what's how, you know, what is this issue that you're dealing with? How can we solve it? You know, um, what do you want to do with your life or, you know, like anything, like I can just, I can get super insular with that. I can get super like passionate about that. And, you know, sounds like a, a good thing, right? Like a good uh, trait to have. It's, it's definitely, you know, something you want to have in your corner. If you're going through something, something, you know, difficult in your life, you know, picking up the phone and being able to call a, a friend to chat things out with you um, is really beneficial. But how that was showing up in my life. And it's not happening near, as like at all, really um, very, very minimal in my life now. But back in the day, how that was showing up in my life is I had a handful of people who would just call me and trauma, trauma dump on me. So it would be like an hour to two hours a day on the phone chatting with someone about their issue. And it was the exact same topic every single day. It was the exact same pattern. It was the exact same um, unfortunate event that was happening in their life. And this has happened with partners. Um, this has happened with best friends, that sort of thing, uh, family members. And we talk about the exact same thing. And so that would deplete my energy because I my kind of like Achilles heel is I would get so passionate and so worked up about their issues and their problems and wanting to help and wanting to give insight and wanting to encourage them and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, something that I don't have is endless energy. <laughs> I just don't. I do not at all. I actually have a very finite amount of energy. And so what would happen is I would basically give all my energy because, and I was doing this, right? Because I was obviously getting something from this too. You know, I was feeling connected. I was feeling seen. I was feeling validated. I was feeling helpful. I was like, I was getting all of this, right? So I just give and give and give and give. And then um, while also receiving, you know, the validation, the connectedness, the, this, this being seen and everything like that. But when I would hang up the phone, I would not have any energy left for myself. And I would not have any energy to put towards my own work and my own um, growing of my business, which if anybody knows who is trying to grow a business, knows it takes a lot of fucking energy. And so if you're a person who doesn't have boundless amounts of energy and doesn't have, you know, that has a finite amount, you have to be very protective of it because I can't, um, I can't be just spewing it all over the place <laughs> and expect to be able to, uh, do what I need to do to get shit done. So that was a huge learning curve for me. And, um, in no way am I bringing this up because I am not a victim in any of this. If you've done any healing work, you know, it's a two way street. It's, you know, you're allowing it to happen and you're allowing people to do it to you. Um, obviously, like I said, I was getting things, I was getting things in return in terms of like validation and being seen when in reality, you know, I needed to provide that for myself and I needed to know when to put the boundary in. And I, if I wanted these things in my life, like if I wanted, um, to work for myself, if I wanted to grow a business, if I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, like 
I needed to be very, very intentional with where I was focusing my energy on. And back in the day, I was not. I was not being intentional with where I was focusing my energy on. And so now, especially in 2024, I have identified this vulnerability within myself and I have tightened the boundaries on that. And I am being much more intentional and focused with where my energy is flowing. And then I'm also being very intentional with um, putting putting the boundaries in place of not just like kind of this like slow, like depletion of energy kind of, you know, where it's like a, a leaky faucet, just kind of uh, constantly happening throughout the day. Because for myself, like, I, being a projector, um, you know, you have, you have these gifts of, you know, seeing things from a different perspective. Um, but again, when we live in a world where it's full of generators, generators are people, they're like workhorses, you know, when they find something that they're in aligned, uh, when they're in alignment with, they can just go and they can just like show up every single day and just work and just rinse and repeat, right? Like they're fucking awesome that way. I can, I do not do that. <laughs> I cannot do that. I, I try, I can, I can get it to a certain point And then I basically have to employ a generator to then carry out the tasks for me because I like, I don't have the natural focus of staying consistent on one certain thing every single day for the rest of my life, you know, to like generate that sort of abundance. So what I feel is the best way for me to work is to employ myself in that kind of generator energy as best as I can, and then finding the right people and employing them and putting them in place to carry out those tasks, right? So for myself right now, I don't, obviously I'm not, I have some really great people that I work with that are awesome and that really help me out in that uh, capacity. But I, I am still doing, I'm still wearing a lot of hats, right? I'm still wearing a lot of hats in my business. And so I need to be, you know, just very, um, uh, I guess just, I put, I guess it's like, you just put your, your head down and work, you know, it's like, that's kind of what the energy that I'm feeling like I'm in. And if you are in that startup phase of your company, I know that's what you're feeling as well. And just know that, it's okay to plan for what the big picture is going to look like and to have those people in your corner who are going to help make your job a lot easier once you're at that space that you can hire them, right? So it's like that delicate bit, that delicate balance of working hard, you know, kind of putting your energy in all different areas of your business so you can grow it and then knowing when it's time to delegate and bring on really talented people who can take the reins and manage different facets for you, right? I know a lot of you are are in that that kind of phase right now. And for for me, like that's, you know, that's kind of like my um that's my long-term, that's my long-term plan for, for everything. <laughs> um, and it's interesting because, you know, for me, like I'm constantly like looking at, um, 
I don't know, like uh, business accounts and people who are like, you know, growing their their um, social media or they're growing their companies or they're growing their network and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, get up at five and, you know, make those 10 phone calls and all that jazz, right? And I know we've talked about that, right? We've talked about that, how I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. <laughs> um, but I, I know we've talked about that. So for me, what I found is I actually had to give myself a lot of grace for, I guess, like allowing myself just to be who I am. And what does that mean? So for me, I work well if I just am left to my own devices of where I get up, you know, say it's seven, I have some responsibilities with like my animals, with having to feed them, making sure everybody's taken care of everything, make my bed, take my supplements. I do whatever I'm kind of called to right in that moment. So whether it's like take a shower, get ready. Um, sometimes it's a workout. Um, Sometimes it's cleaning. Like sometimes it's wild. Like yesterday I woke up and the first thing I did, vacuumed the whole house. Like in my PJ, PJs, I don't even think I brushed, brushed my teeth. But for some reason, it was like my brain did not want to start the day until I had a clean space to be in. So before I had like even a sip of water, I like vacuumed the whole house. I, I don't know. I'm not saying that you do that, but I was just like, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to flow with this. I'm going to, it was like an observation day. I was like, I'm going to allow myself to flow to, and, and listen to how my energy wants to go today. And I'm not going to judge it and I'm not going to try to control it, which I have been trying to do for the past, you know, four or five months. And last week I literally had like a little mental breakdown because I just, I like hit this like peak of like, just not thinking I was doing enough or being good enough or being focused enough and all of these steps. It was all about the enough sort of energy and it really broke me down. And so from this week on, I was like, no, I'm going to let all that go. I'm going to stop trying to force uh, this way I think I should be because this is what society is telling me this is how we work and this is how we you know grow our business to six fucking figures and I'm going to trust that I know how to use the universal laws I know that I'm in alignment and I'm going to just you know flow with how my energy is and and just observe and see what happens right if it doesn't fucking work obviously I'm gonna pivot and I'm gonna do something else but let's just see so for the past couple of days, I am just observing my, my energy and letting it flow into completing the tasks that I have um, set in front of me versus, you know, hammering it out and being super rigid with myself. So, you know, yesterday that was, that was the energy I was in. And the other, the other caveat that I have with this is I have set in very strong boundaries of... Um, no mindless scroll scrolling on Instagram and so like Instagram or Facebook or anything. And then um, no uh, ongoing conversations throughout the day. So like there's no group chat chats that are blowing up my phone. Everything's on mute. Um, I don't have any kind of like ongoing conversations happening throughout the entire day. I my it's silent. Everything's on do not disturb. 
And again, that is by, by design because my Achilles heel is like that leaky faucet of just that little light draining of energy of, you know, expending on other people around me. And so, you know, that might sound selfish, but like, this is the year that it can be like make or break. And I am planning on, you know, employing all um, hands on deck for what I need to do to grow the company. If that means setting hard boundaries and uh, like kind of shutting off any sort of like social engagement stuff, like I'm going to do that, man, because that's my choice. And that's where I am right now in my life to that of where I want to grow and how I want to grow my, uh, my career. And so, um, you know, waking up kind of going more in the flow of, um, doing like cleaning, (laughs) you know, did a workout, did some cleaning, um, did a meditation, a little bit of writing, and then, you know, took a meeting, started making some notes, started doing some work, And it just, it felt so, so good. Cause even in like the mid morning, I was like, I really want to read. So I'm going to read. And I like just sat on my bed, read a couple chapters of this book that I'm reading. It's actually uh, the biography of Elon Musk. And then I felt super sleepy. And so I was like, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep for 20 minutes. And so I slept. And I had, of course, I set an alarm um, and I slept, got a solid like 20, 25 minute nap in, woke up, felt really, really charged, uh, took a meeting and then carried on with my day. And I did like everything on my, all everything on my to-do list, everything got done and it didn't feel rigid. It didn't feel, um, I didn't feel guilty and I didn't feel like I wasn't doing enough. So it was just, it was like an inner feeling, I guess, is what I'm trying to convey to you guys, because I totally could have like sat down, been super hard on myself, super rigid, you know, lock the door, close the blinds, whatever, lock out the animals and, and got my to-do list done. But I, I really do feel I would have, um, either sabotaged myself in some way. One of the animals would have went crazy and like made me get up and do what I needed to do anyways. And I probably would have been in a lower frequency of like hitting a brick wall of like, you know, just my creativity wasn't flowing. So it, I just, I don't know. I'm, this is something I'm trying out. I'll keep you guys posted to see how it works, but I do have a feeling that it it might be the best energy for me to to be in. And, um, so anyways, I, that kind of brings me to the, the last point I had is being in this flow state with my natural work rhythm. I still am allowing myself to have like these little creative outlets. And so I might be working, you know, getting business stuff done, getting administrative stuff done, planning, uh, planning, um, doing projects, all that good stuff. But I will like allow myself to those little like creative, uh, I don't know. It's like chickens or creative outlets. I, I'm not sure what the word is, but I literally will like stop in the middle of the day to, um, write and I'll just write and get it all out. 
or I'll stop in the middle of the day and I'll make like a really uh, cute video or something like that for Instagram, or I'll like take some, you know, really nice pictures for earth medicine or whatever, because I like those kind of stuff. I'm not doing it for anybody else. You know, even today, I like filmed this whole little thing of me showing off uh, my new necklace that I got from Divine Drip Jewelry. And that was for me. Like, that, no one fucking cares. I mean, my girlfriend cares who designed it. I'm sure she loves it, whatever. I love her stuff. And I love showing that kind of stuff. I just, that's for me. That's not for no one else. And I like doing that kind of stuff. So it's the same thing of like putting a little montage together of like Nova playing in the snow. I'm not doing that for anybody else. I like to see that and I like to do that, right? So, or like taking pictures of plants or whatever, um, or creating like a beautiful meal. Um, that's a creative outlet for me. So sitting down and doing my makeup start to finish, like doing a full um, glam look, like, and curling my hair, like, I work from home and if I'm going down to the shop to work, like I'm working in that, those kind of elements, like it's just, it's not, I'm not really doing that for anybody else but myself because I like it. Um, so I am also allowing myself to have these little creative outlets. Um, but anyways, I hope that all kind of resonates with you guys. Um, uh, my animals are all waking up from their little naps. Nova is here next to me. And so I think it's time for me to wrap up this episode of the Fully Accountable Podcast. But I hope you guys have an amazing week. And if anything, you know, resonates with you, let me know. If there's any kind of like topics or whatever that you want me to chat about, send me a message. I would love to kind of like dive into that sort of thing. But again, um, yeah, hope you guys have an amazing week and we will chat to you next week. Have a good one, guys.